Hello guys, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. I'm Callum. And this is episode 21, where we are going to be doing the Championship Preview, part 2. Where last week we went over all the signings and outgoings at every Championship Club. This week we're going to be sort of putting that knowledge together and doing our league table prediction for all 14 teams, yeah, which is going to be tough. That's a bit happening. <laughs> Matt's on the limited knowledge of the championship. I would like to say I know my championship, that sort of thing. Oh, if any of you have any complaints about where I put you at this table, the most likely answer is because I have no idea which you are there. I put one number out of a hat. So, you know, this isn't. This hasn't got any other thought of what I've seen 11 to it. This is literally just, why not? You can go there. Yeah, so... I reckon we pretty much get into it, but before we do, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe, please like, comment, all that sort of stuff. Put the if bell you're listening on. to us, yep, put the bell on. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, follow us on them platforms, subscribe, whatever it is. Leave a review as well on Apple Podcasts, as that does help the podcast grow. Providing it's a good one. If you want to talk shit about his dirt yeah, leave, leave that to Facebook comment sections, that's what we usually get. Especially right, in Featherstone, so, every other haters are getting this week, who lovers, knows. The, the lovers really do Featherstone fans, right. Anyway. Well, the big fellas do. First place, we're going to go from 1st to 14th, because I think the interesting bit is actually down at the bottom as well. I think the top sort of 6 or 7 are... Yeah, it's going to be of, interesting. We've kind of got the elite level and then screen class, and then just see where in the middle. Could be worse, could be the peasant league. Uh, first place I've got the French boy. To lose? Yes. And why is that? Go on. Uh, they're one of the few teams which I actually feel like I know half the players off, which is a good start. Uh, yeah, this is a very strong squad. Big pack. Good set. Good set of backs. They're probably strengthening the most out of anyone in our guys in the championship, so it's a good battle for them, if not. And I think they would have been higher than those favourites last year as well. So, yeah, I've actually won the third French side ever to place it, really, I believe. Interesting. So, I also have gone with Toulouse, which I, I sort of reiterate what you've said. Oh, that sounds last intelligent, Buster. Last season, they had um, one of the strongest squads, and now they've definitely got the strongest squad, on paper anyway, with the signings they've made. They've strengthened. A lot and I just like I said I said last week they might go unbeaten in my, like you just don't know it's a hard league as a championship to go unbeaten to lose are going to make everyone their beach yeah but that's my that's my one line for this podcast <laughs> just the, the sides of it it's unreal really that the team they're going to have and I think they're going to whether they actually get the promotion through the top six playoffs I don't know I don't think I could call that yet because that all comes down to form around playoff time. But in terms of the season, I honestly see them absolutely dominating, to be honest. So, yeah, I've got them at first. I don't think there's much more to say about Toulouse, just dominant. Yeah, expensive. I still think the league leaders should just go with them and be happy to play off as if it's a second team, but whatever. That's an article for yeah. another podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's That's move on to second then. Who have you got in P2? So, I've got the York City Knights. Interesting. Because I've got our favourite fans in the whole of the league. Featherston. Oh, not Fev. Featherston. Not Fev in second, oh, I've got Fev in second. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. I... Go on, why have you got Fev in second before I get into you? Because 
this is one of these where it's a bit like why not there are ways over there i would say this one has no stronger actually issue particularly for some of their new walls is clear that could be key we know what happens when they get on the floor look at the last season that actually finished in the championship and don't let them stop reminding you that they are that they should have been the team that went up because they were the ones that lost to Toronto and their fraudulent money. They like to tell us that I don't want them to forget it going into this season either. And if they don't go if they don't get second then the big fellas are going round. Right, so I completely get that and you know I think it's a good pick. So I've gone with York because had a strong squad last year, definitely strengthened, and not, and you know, there's some youth that's kind of come in there, but it's the experience from the like sort of wakey lads that they've got, you know, yeah, Cuffbo as well. I'm going to get to that Cuffbo, but obviously, like Ben Jones, Bishop, Atkins, yeah, you might not think they're the best players at Super League level, but in a championship season, the experience is more than anything, and just the know-how they like Cuthbertson's a player who plays a load of minutes in Super League I think he'll do four matches in championship this season like I guarantee it unless they're blowing teams away then they'll just get brought off to rest and I think his offload game especially it's going to be such a trouble I'd argue that he will do a full match in the championship for that very reason things have had more than in the past coming on with the 25 minutes yeah, 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 potentially, yeah. But we'll in the big games, when it comes down to it, like, you know, if it's a, if it's a playoff million-pound game, I argue that he potentially plays 80 minutes if you need him to. And he can do it, what I'm, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, he, he'd got be capable of doing it if you need him to. It, it gives you the option whether you want him to do that or not, rather than he has to come off after that yeah. many minutes. Yeah, definitely. But I think... I imagine you've got them quite high as well for similar reasons. We'll have to so find out, won't we? Solid. Yeah, so who's your third team then? Yeah, third out of the Southerners. London, really? London. That's interesting. Go on, I'll let you explain. Uh, two words, Jared Samuel. Really? Yes. Is that the impact you think he's going to have? I think he's the entire reason that they got promoted back Super League in the first place, and if they kept hold of him, they would not have got relegated. That's that's fair, and I, I do see that. I think that's interesting. Uh, I've got London, not obviously not in this spot. I've gone with Fev. So for Fev, I don't want to say too much because obviously it's essentially what Matt's just said. I just think York will finish a bit higher. That'll be close. It'll be a few points between them. Toulouse will be way up in my league. York, Fev, and a couple of teams below them will be battling for that sort of second, third, fourth sort of position. So in terms of Fev, solid squad, like we've said, they always do well. It's a hard place to go. They they always travel well. You know what? You know what it is with Fev. So London, you think that they've that Samut's going to almost carry him? I think that I think it's going to give them that spark that they're getting the right form and it all clicks. I didn't think they know what they're going to do, but alone the opposition don't have to be stopping. Yeah, one hundred percent. I get. I do get that. I completely get that. And I think I want to reiterate. I think I'll reiterate more when I say where London are. Why I don't have them in third. But why I also appreciate your pick from. So I think it's a solid pick at third for London. Yeah. So. Okay. In fourth place. Got, go on, fourth place for you. I've got your second place to York City Knights. Yeah. Interesting. I don't really want to so, add much on to what you said because you've overlooked Kieran Dixon, which I think is a crime. Oh, 
I well, I think actually, you know, I'll get more to Kieran Dixon when I speak about London. If anything, you know how. Much oh, in terms of how much of a loss it's going to be. Yeah, and the good yeah, thing yeah. is, this will not be decided by who's playing where at Wembley. So he'll be fine. He will have PTSD. <laughs> so they'll be able to go. So I've gone for the very definitely going to be call, called out for being biased by Matt, but I have gone for the ball. And I'll explain it. I think realistically, the team's much stronger than last year, and last year we looked good. And I think Kia. Yeah, you know, no, but yeah, hear me out. And his record last year wasn't ama wasn't amazing. But what I saw from obviously watching Bradford closer than any other team is how Kia seems to have got a group of players that actually want to play. For example, the year before that, we had probably on paper when we beat you in the cup, we had one of the bet we had one of the better teams in the championship, and we didn't even make the top five. So your right, reason for putting Bradford off is because they are the only place in the world. That has anyone called Kieran who can be united with the big No, no, no. Because I've seen last season, we lost last season to London and Fev both at home, but in games that on another day we could have won, and I saw progress, and now we've got Bruffin, as well alongside Lily, who's another year older, another year experienced, and better. Players that are now better as young players that have come through, I think are ready now to do this push. We've got a better pack than we had last year. I you don't know, think your youngsters are going to be a year better if they've had so much game time. Potentially, but it's all it's all about life experience as well, and I think a player that... Oh yeah, they might have, have bought a house, that's suddenly going to mean they can no. kick a 40-20. No, you don't get what I mean. I mean, like, the when you're a year older, you are just a more mature of a person. I feel like what I'm saying is essentially I think they're buying into what Kia is putting down. I think okay. I personally would not put them outside top six. I've put top six i've put them in fourth and you, you'll see people will say arguably the team people will argue with me about is london and i'll explain why i've got london below bradford on here because right. i do i do not think bradford are going to get promoted this season do you want me to move on to some sanity after we've just heard bradford in top four too go on right this Fifth place i've got bradford right yeah fair enough i expect like that's fine because for me bradford are have got to be in the top five but i get you put i nearly put them sick but whatever yeah, I don't think I've got any more to add up with I think you are a wrestler and how much you've played for the developers, even though they haven't played for over 12 months ever. Yeah, but it's almost what, how they've developed from the year before last as well, like to last season. If we compare them from, from, from the start of 2019, yes, they will be better. But I do think you'll be better, and this is going to be a frosty division, the young players' development will have been soon because it was a little bit more playing last year. Particularly in terms yeah. of a golfing class to the Super League counterpart. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Anyway, so London fans, this is what you'll have been waiting for the explanation. So I've got go. London in fifth, still top five. So like I've like you said, Samitin, great signing. You know what he's going to give you at London, and is it is an opposition night? Is a defender's nightmare, isn't he? Let's be honest, but. The outgoings we've already spoke about Dixon. We've spoke, and I, the biggest one, easily, and Dixon's a top player, and so as you know, Morgan Smith, etc. Top players, but the biggest one for me has got to be Eddie Bay. What he get, has given them for the last sort of four or five years is un, unreal. In Super League, he was arguably the best player in that season during Super League, and that's why he's got himself a contract at Wigan. Well, if London do get up in that point against him next year. 
Oh, we're working coming down. Yeah, we're both called that. Yeah, well, so, yeah, if you haven't true. seen us call that, then go check out. Simply take the predictions thingy. I can't what number three we have, but more than two. Um, it was Just go uh, check uh, episode, eight, episode 18. I'll put a card. There's a card up in the top corner for you anyway, guys. So click on that after you've watched this video. So. Yeah, London, I just feel like the losses are going to be too much, especially in the pack as well. It's not like they haven't got a quality team. They have. I just think over the course of a the season, they'll pick up more losses because of that's, that sort of core squad they had, I think, is has dwindled down a bit. Come playoff time, it wouldn't surprise me if they go and win it all. It honestly wouldn't. But in terms of the, the longevity of the season, yeah. putting them in fifth. Then I think it's more likely to go the other way. I think we'll start that strong, but then that's a bit of a little bit towards. Safe. Yeah, we'll see, mate. So, who have you got in six? This is an interesting one, and this is where I think it gets a bit more controversial, perhaps. I've got Wiggins in yeah. six. Alright, interesting. Go on. I think their team is strengthened, they're building, they're about to be back towards Super League, there's the right vision there. And I think that's all to do for a long way to carry it through. That ambition and desire to get back to Particularly around the I imagine you may have Sheffield or Halifax in around this part who I don't know, I feel like there's a real quick job here. Particularly Sheffield's case less ambition. Maybe, I get what you mean. There's some big losses at Wigness, don't get me wrong, but I think they have the first thing affected in what a lot of clubs have in the division. Yeah, that's my pick. I think we're going to just get a chance with Yeah, solid pick. So, for mine, I have gone with one of the teams you mentioned there. I've gone with Halifax. Oh, interesting. I was actually expecting Sheffield in my third No, no, no. I've, I've, I'll, when I get to Sheffield, I'll speak why they're not in my top six. But Halifax, I think, going all the right... Is a club, they're going in the right direction, you know, kind of... I guess they kind of just over the last couple of seasons just kind of like dwindled out in the sort of then there was in the league they just wasn't as good as they were. So by getting rid of Scott Morrell, this is the ticket to the top six, you think? No, I, I just as a club, you know, they've got the re, there's a rebranding there, the Panthers. It's, it's this feel good. They've signed they've signed really well as they went over last week and not really lost many people. You know, Morrell, people say you know getting in a fresh set of legs in that position is probably going to be beneficial, fair enough. Yeah. I just think they've got that excitement factor about them. I think they'll be a good watch. And honestly, I think top six, like I said, we can go over these next few positions. It's all going to be, a, in mine anyway, it's going to be a race for this top six, this sixth spot. No, I think the top five will be a couple, of, a good few points ahead of them. I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to be close. And I've just got Halifax to edge it out. They usually play well in big games as well. You know, like I look back at like um, the season... This, yeah, the season before last, you know, the, against Bradford, they, they beat us in a quality, a quality game. One of the best um, championship. We couldn't do it against St. Helens, though. That were a big game. Yeah, true. But you, yeah, but let's be honest, what did they expect? What, but Steve Tyra versus Lockham Coo or whatever we were talking. It's not much of a... It's a bit of a David Vigo, like, I think, but... Yeah, but even in that game against Bradford in the match before that, after we just beat you, and as a Bradford fan, I was there, and Halifax were amazing, and they always seem to do well on that big stage in them big games, so I've got them in sixth anyway. Quality squad. So if they can do it on the biggest stage of all, could they actually get the road? 
Is that a bridge too far, do you reckon? You know what, if they pick up that right form, then definitely. And it all does come down to them, them late it's season shallow. signings. If them late season signings coming into, you know, last half of season when, you know, some older, older more experienced players come available and people are snap, snapping them up, that sort of thing. That's what it'll come down to, I think. But, yeah, top six for me. Who's your seventh? Who's just missing out for you? Yeah, I think there's probably a bit left to say on some of these teams now, but in seventh, I've got Sheffield. All right, yeah. I, think, I imagine uh, you've probably got more to say about why you haven't got Halifax at seven rather than how you've got Sheffield there. No, actually. But I I'll think it's the other way around. I think for Halifax, there's a lot of change in the key personnel this year, particularly in the half, so that might take a good half season to play. Maybe even a full yeah. year, potentially, depending on how much of a shift in terms of playing style it is. Which, yeah, they have a bad run of form at the start of the year, that could be a bridge too far. Contrast that to Sheffield, who before the whole abandoned in the last season, everything was actually a team that was playing really well in good form, and they're actually on a good pitch this year. We talked about the impact from the fans' point of view, everything at the Doncaster, you know, actually that's something from the best platform to play on. Then what if they had a own parameter? Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I see that. I definitely see that. That's interesting. And yeah, if we, can, if we do get some double headers for the League World Cup, even more atmosphere in that ground and roof is just a country south of Russia rivalry, shouting and putting black caps out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think quality pick at 7th. I'll get on to Sheffield in my pick, but my 7th, um, but my 7th pick is Widness who you add in six, kind of for the same reasons you had them there. I think them and Halifax are going to be going at it basically until last game of the season. Yeah, that's fair. Um, for that spot. So, who have you got in eight? I'm unsurprised Yeah, I feel like this top eight is pretty set in it, let's be honest. Yeah, well, I, think, actually, I think this top five, six to eight, potentially we've got groups. I imagine we might have Shepard on maybe one other team here. But, yeah, well, I'll get on. Yeah, to I don't think there is much to add in Halifax. I just think they perhaps have more hopes and changes in the other two, and that could be what damages their chance at the start of the year. They'll probably recover by them by the end of the season to play back to them. Particularly Sheffield, probably even Wigness, but perhaps too far behind to make much of a great charge. But I don't think I'll get any more to add on that, so who do you got to make? So we're talking about a set top eight, and I, I know exactly who you've gone from the team. I think I've got him now. I've dwindled. We'll see. I've gone for Swinton. Okay, it's not the you... team I've got in now. All right, that's interesting. So I've gone with Swinton generally because the progress they've made over the last sort of three, four seasons, I think, is really good. The pick Apart from on the <laughs> In terms of at home, I think they've got they have really good home form. That sort of thing, solid. They almost get. They always. They seem to like pick up the young players that other clubs sort of abandon, and they make. They kind of like make them good in a weird way. Make yeah. them better. It works. They've got a solid squad down there as well. You know, they haven't really lost many. If they find a couple more Matty Ashton's there, definitely will be challenging this group. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't necessarily. You know, I think they're the sort of wild card team that people like. You don't have them in your like top nine or whatever. I think they're they're my kind of like wild card. There's going to be one team in there that pushes this top six, 
Yes, and I you well, expect. that's probably why I've got a nan for my stuff that I've put. Yeah. Well, well can the boys out of lots of caravans do more or will the poor life just be more wait and see? <laughs> Go on, who's ninth for you? The new boys. Newcastle, really. The two now. Yeah. Go on, explain. They're coming up with huge financial backing. Have made a lot of improvements to that squad, and I think they're definitely coming in with the side that they they want to instead the gap the the likes of unique table size, bigness, and that Sheffield. These yeah. guys they have got the biggest squad to hear about anybody, and you know even when they should have really dominated the league and it didn't always click, and that's got to be a worry for them again. But, yeah. I don't know if that is in the time where we couldn't do another kind of change. A lot of the lower on the championships are actually trained really well in full season. We had a good system working. I don't see how they couldn't give us a surprise package, which is the step out. Yeah, completely. I think that's a really good argument argument for Newcastle. Uh, uh, I think what you've said about all the players have brought in and that sort of thing. At the end of the day, it is the big, it's probably the biggest squad turnover in in all the three English leagues, isn't it? Really. So oh, yeah. if it cl if it clicks, then it's going to be quality for them. I completely get it. So that's who you've got in ninth. So I have got Sheffield in ninth. Who obviously you have got higher higher up than that already. Yeah, exactly. I've already touched a lot on Sheffield. I just think the the squad's kind of got worse. I don't think they've improved much. I don't. I just. I think they're a team that's kind of in that sort of spot where they need they're gonna need something to really push them push them out. I think they've definitely got weaker than they were a couple of seasons ago. I think this is gonna be an interesting life. argument. This is the on paper tavern versus sport chemistry. Yeah, potentially. And I think you value perhaps the on paper talent a little bit more whereas I've got the other way. And I think the team chemistry is going to be more crucial after having basically 18 months since the last had a proper good run of game. Yeah, but also, I feel like last season I didn't predict much for Sheffield. So, I, I just, I don't know. I end at the You're consistent, I'll give you that. Ninth is not a bad position necessarily for Sheffield if they're challenging for that top six, which I think they will be. No, and to be fair, what's it now? I think it's 97. They ain't going to play actually generally get. Yeah, they're going to be safe, 100% oh, safe yeah. for me. So, Who has that top 10 for you then? For me, I've gone with a surprise package. You've probably got them to go down, go but I've gone with Whitehaven. Right, okay. Right, and I've got an explanation for it. I'll yes. let you say yours first. Go on, I'll let you say yours. Okay, well, I've got Sweden. A lot of the reasons you predicted them to perhaps be the challenger team. So, I don't really have any more to add on that other than the living caravans. <laughs> right, fair enough. So, Whitehaven. The reason why I've gone with these is, like we said last week, they've signed over a couple of these sort of younger Aussie, Aussie boys. And I think anyway they had a solid squad. You know they brought McNally in, and they had a squad capable of not going down last um, last season if it had played out. Um, the experience in the squad, a bit of Australian youth, a bit of flair, and I feel like 
they just can be a surprise team that I kind of like. I don't think they're going to be that close to Sheffield, but I think they're going to be away from the ones below them. In a way, I think they're just going to shock a lot of teams, have that little bit of a spark, which when people are usually off up to Whitehaven, they think, you know, we're just going to have to dig deep here, get through a set and use a bit of extra quality to get through them. They're going to want to drag us into a bit of a like fight. And I think it's going to be a different sort of Whitehaven team. And I'm, I'm backing them, you know. It could not work. It could work with all these young Aussies coming, coming in. I'm backing Whitehaven. Why not? Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm interested to see where you have them. It's probably bottom of the table, isn't it? But... I'll give you a clue now. It's not. Alright. Right, well... But I'll tell you it's not 11, because that's battling both dogs. Battling. Right, go on, explain. Um, I don't think too much to say about that, but to be honest, they are a championship stable. I don't think particularly works to the point that we're going to get down. We're usually pretty solid at home. I just think when you look at a few years ago, they were actually in the middle eight and walked forth and grace this is. Yeah, true. That was a bit of an overachievement, though, I do think. Yeah, I'd agree with that, but, but yeah. Yeah, I get you. I think this is when it, that's why I kind of put Whitehaven I because I think when you get down to this, it's like you can make arguments for any team, so why not have a bit of fun with it? That's what I thought. So, but my my eleventh team is a team that you had up in ninth. It's uh, Newcastle, and okay. this, the reason why I, I don't have them. You know, up there, like I guess you had him ahead of like sort of Swinton and Whitehaven, who I have actually ahead of Newcastle, is because yes, they've brought in all the this young talent, sort of young drop off some Super League Championship clubs who are going to be quality players in this team. What I'm thinking is now, they're all there's not there is some experience in that squad. It'd be a lie to say there's not, but the some of these players haven't had a full running men in some teams you know like i say jake shorrocks he's been in and around that wigan team for years yeah. out on loan he's going to come into a championship which is a tough league that the championship is a, a tough league like he's going to come in with a point group yeah potentially but at the end of the day you've got all these players just coming in at once and you already said before it is about it can be about team chemistry so i with this team i've kind of gone down that route of of they're going to be exciting and i think Give me this next year, I'd predict them to be pushing top six. But I think this year is going to be a settle, settling season. They're not going to get be going down or anything like that. But they're okay. just going to sort of solidify themselves as cha as top championship players. You know, Shorks is going to struggle coming up against some of the tough, hard... You know, look at some of them top teams in championship. The half combinations there. You know, Toulouse is experienced. That pack at Toulouse. Shorks is going to struggle against the physically athletic top six, but probably a lot of the become a prop forward by having an extra tight kind of players in the bottom half. Yeah, complete definitely. And they're the battles that's gonna it's gonna come down to. But I think Newcastle are one of them teams where on the day they could pro they probably would be one of the teams I'd be like, you know what, on the day they'll probably beat to lose just because they'll just start chucking ball about and playing a bit of risk free rugby, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that sort of team. Whereas they'll probably lose to Oldham or something, you know, you know, like it's one of their, they're going to be one of them teams where you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm thinking more they could probably score to lose on their own backyard and go for Ransom, come out with 60 point words, but... Maybe, we'll have to wait and see, mate. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing this Newcastle team, though. But yeah, I've got them down in 11th, so okay. if you got in 12th, just avoiding the bottom two drop. 
Well, I've got the Cumbrian outfit, Whitehaven. Whitehaven, right. That's interesting, because that does mean that we... Well, actually, my 12th team, which I will say now, I kind of did just spoil it, is Batley, meaning that we have the same bottom two. Right, down, okay. This is interesting. Which is interesting. So... I think Whitehaven, Whitehaven have made some Whitehaven. decent acquisitions like you touched on. And also... Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you saw recently with Bangor how it was their home form that kind of made it look like they might just stay in the championship a little while longer. Yeah, and it's the such. It's just Cumbria is an hard place to go in general, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, well, the rugby purpose is yes. Well, I mean, it's not from from like sort of Leeds, Bradford, whereabouts we are. It's not exactly best. Well, it's a nice drive up there. I was going to say there's some nice back roads. If we've got, if you've got a bit of open road, you can fling it in a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. I don't think we're doing that on the team coach, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. You know, but yeah, I think yeah, I don't have much to say. I think it's a somewhat exciting squad and their home form is probably going to be a little better than what we've got as our bottom two. Anything to add on Batley or should we jump into the relegation zone? Um, with Batley, I mean, similar to you, they've just a team out of the, the bottom. The bottom sort of four, I think, four, three, whatever. It's hard to decide who's going to go down. You can make arguments for each team staying up. Batley, I think they have actually added some good players as well and replaced players well, that sort of thing. So now it's... A harder place to go, I would argue, than the the bottom two here, and I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. Teams hate playing Batley, especially if it's on a muddy day. Um, they're that sort of team that works hard. So I go on. That's why the the twelfth, but thirteenth and fourteenth, right? So who have you got thirteen? Who's going down anyway? But they're not going down in in the wooden spoon position. Well, to be quite honest, I do not know what to separate these two with. So my logic is extremely terrible. I've got all of them in 13. Alright, interesting. Yeah. So they, I guess we they just are. Uh, I speak. prefer their kit. <laughs> Literally, I could not decide what order to put these two in, so I have to think of something, and that's why I keep them up. So why not? That's interesting. A lot of people will have Oldham in the bottom two, which, in a way, like, I, I will say, I've got Jews being 13th and Oldham in 14th, so I've actually got Oldham getting the wooden spoon. But I almost think that's unfair. I feel bad because I feel like they've signed well, but I just think the base squad before them signings isn't good enough. Um, I'm interested with you putting Jewsby at bottom, but again, they haven't strengthened, I'm assuming. That's why they haven't strengthened. They haven't strengthened and they weren't exactly cracking in the first place. No offense, Jewsby fans. Yeah, I just think Jewsby will find it'll just find it a bit difficult. I think I just I think some of these other teams have got a bit more about them. I, you know, I think it'll be close, and I do think it's going to be a weird season in that who's going to go down. It's not your usual, like arguably the two teams, the few teams who have come, like you know you look at Newcastle, a team that's come into the league. Usually you'd expect them to be among that, and I don't feel like they are because of the signings have made. I mean, so, the only saving grace for Jewsby, in my opinion, not quite got involved. They will, oh, they will beat the non-starters of Toronto. Well, that's a given, isn't it? Yeah, interesting news about the Canadian CCRL one, which is probably one that we will touch on in another video. That, of course, the day that we're filming this has been announced. I've not actually had too much of a look into it yet, so I have to admit. 
much of a comment on it now, but it's not bothered to educate myself. But. Yeah, potentially a future sort of pod subject, and that's what we, we want you guys as well, because this is rounding up us table. So let first of all, let's just let us know what you think of it. Comment down below. What's your championship table look like? Who's who's winning the who's winning the million pound game to go up? All that sort of all that sort of jazz. Who's basically. going to be Callum's fit for a pound that has crashed in first? <laughs> right, but. Other than that, so this sort of championship video aside, in terms of the general podcast, obviously going forward, we're going to be get the podcasts are going to change in the means that it's going to be into the actual season. So we're going to be reviewing the games for the weekend, talking about talking points, that sort of thing. We might be back in the studio as well at some point this year. Cue the cue the canned ooze from the Guardians. That will be a very nice return. Yeah. So what we want you guys basically is send us some send us some subjects that you want us to speak about. You know, do you want us to speak about who you think like who do you think Warrington should replace Steve Price with? That's one that we've had a suggestion from a fan. Is that not coming? Is that this Saturday? That's coming, that's coming this Saturday. Although I can guarantee that they're going to announce an appointment on Friday as we record the video, probably on. We're Thursday. recording this on Monday. Recording that like on Thursday. So if Warrington wants a bit complete answers and screw our video ideas over then please send your hate mail to their office accordingly. <laughs> Tell them I'll get feathers yeah. big feathers in. Yeah, give us some subjects, that sort of thing. Just anything like that, that you want to hear us speak about. And also, keep up the support as well. We love that when you guys like messaging us and giving us support and commenting on us stuff. Even if it's some sort of critical, you know, like you don't like Matt's pick of Hull FC in 11th, but, you know, having a bit of banter with it, that's what it's all about. Oh, what what, what did we have from our new best friends on their fan group last time around? There was some crackers on there, I want Yeah, but then we also had comments from Fair fans who are like, yeah, you know, it's kind of, it is like... Oh, yeah, most of you are Sam. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like our, our opinions don't necessarily matter to you and everything like that. It's just a bit of a joke. That's what everyone's here for. We're not here to offend everyone. We're just giving us a, some of us opinions on games and that sort of thing. And if you don't, like, you know what I mean? I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people who have different opinions but enjoy listening and having a discussion about it. That sort of thing. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So keep up the support, please, guys. And like I said earlier on, if you didn't catch me, uh, on the audio platform, subscribe, leave reviews, that sort of thing, Spotify, Apple. You'll have all turned off after you're waffling now. If you have listened to waffling for that long and not subscribed, why not? Clearly, if you're long at all, you'd have hit the truth. Yeah, I'm going to say, if, you, if you've listened to 35 minutes of Matt trying to make up some sort of championship prediction. Oh, I'm just happy with bitch to make everyone their bitch guy, but that's made my podcast, is that? <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I think we're going to end it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying now. Yeah, Saturday is going to be the um, video about um, who should replace Steve Price at Warren. And next week's podcast, we're going to just do a one-part on League One, some of the highlights oh, in terms of the signings, and, and, a, and a rough prediction of the league team. I know we've done less about League One. This is going to be a disaster. West Wales to it's finish top, yeah? You know, a lot of people are predicting that, actually. Oh, so God. it's going to be interesting. Right, on that note, we'll see you for that next time. And if not on Saturday... Yeah, see you later, guys. Bye.